With The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom right around the corner, I, Suggestive Gaming, figured it would be a great time to go over the stories of both the previous mainline Legend of Zelda title, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, as well as its prequel spin-off, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. A couple of things to note first, while a massive, comprehensive video covering the entire multi-timeline story of the Legend of Zelda franchise has been much requested, and I will likely try to tackle as soon as time allows, this video is only going to focus on the story of the as-of-now latest title, Breath of the Wild, as its place in the overall Zelda timeline is currently only speculated on. Additionally, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity's story seemingly exists in a timeline alternate to that of Breath of the Wild, so it's currently unknown if it's truly canon or not. As such, I will cover its story alone at the end of this video instead of covering it as part of the backstory of Breath of the Wild, which I will cover first. Now, without further ado, this is what you need to know about The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild as well as Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Our story begins in the Kingdom of Hyrule, where the incarnation of an ancient evil called Calamity Ganon appears, intent on laying waste to the entire land. A technologically advanced race called the Sheikah prepares for this by working with the Hylian race to develop a massive army of mechanical weapons called Guardians. Leading this army are four divine beasts giant animal-like walking temples with massive firepower. With the combined power of the Guardians, the Divine Beasts, a princess with sacred power, and a powerful hero wielding the Sword That Seals the Darkness, the forces of Hyrule are able to seal Ganon beneath Hyrule Castle, leaving the beast dormant, at least for some time. 10,000 years later, the stories of Calamity Ganon's emergence, known as the Great Calamity, have been passed down through the generations. Along with these tales, however, was a prophecy of the beast's return, prompting the Hylians to dig up the long-buried guardians and divine beasts in order to use them to once again defeat Calamity Ganon. Hyrule's King Rome tasks his daughter, Princess Zelda, believed to be the prophesied sacred princess, with recruiting four champions to pilot the Divine Beasts. Of these, she chooses from the bird-like Rito race, an arrogant yet dedicated archer named Rivali. From the brutish Goron race, she chooses a strong warrior named Daruk. From the aquatic Zora, she chooses their princess, Mipha. And finally, from the mostly female race, the Gerudo, she chooses a chief named Urbosa. Additionally, a knight, chosen by the Sword That Seals the Darkness, also known as the Master Sword, is found. A knight of Hyrule and a man of few words by the name of Link is bestowed the honor in a ceremony held by Zelda, and the champions, adorned in royal blue garments created by the princess, are officially christened by King Rome. The group then work together to prepare the ancient Sheikah technology, including a tablet-like device called the Sheikah Slate, to prepare for Calamity Ganon's impending return. During their preparations, Princess Zelda begins to grow frustrated that her own powers aren't awakening, and Link's connection to the Master Sword causes her to begin resenting him. Despite this, Link remains steadfast and loyal to the princess, protecting her from an ambush by the Yiga clan 
a group of descendants of a small faction of the Sheikah that splintered and pledged their allegiance to Calamity Ganon after the first Great Calamity. As Calamity Ganon's influence grows, his army of monsters begin to appear and attack, also growing in power and numbers as the champions fight them off. Soon, the Hylians and the remaining Sheikah are able to learn enough about the Guardians to be able to control them. While Princess Zelda attempts to help, her father commands her to instead dedicate all of her time to training and harnessing the power to seal Calamity Ganon. The princess attempts to awaken her powers by praying to the Hylian goddesses of the Spring of Courage and the Spring of Power, but has no luck. On the princess's 17th birthday, she climbs Mount Laniru, named for the Goddess of Wisdom, to pray at the Spring of Wisdom. After returning from the summit, she reports to the champions that she still feels no difference. Just then, the ground begins to quake, and Rivali flies up to spot their greatest fear, Calamity Ganon's return. Calamity Ganon and his powerful Malice then surround Hyrule Castle, forcing the heroes to unite and attack. While the four champions head to their respective divine beasts, Link and Zelda rush towards the castle. However, something nobody could have expected or anticipated occurs, and instead of the army of guardians and divine beasts conquering Calamity Ganon once again, they are instead seized by him. Calamity Ganon's malice infects the machines, and they begin to lay waste to Hyrule Kingdom. The four champions are also defeated inside of their divine beasts by phantoms of Calamity Ganon, trapping their spirits inside of the structures. Link is able to escort Princess Zelda to safety, but as she mourns the loss of her kingdom and her father, the pair are attacked by the army of guardians. Link uses every last bit of his strength, as well as the Master Sword, to protect her, but soon grows overwhelmed. As a guardian lines up a shot to finish Link, Zelda rushes in front of him, and her desire to save him finally awakens her powers. While she is able to use it to deactivate the guardians in the area, Link's exhaustion causes him to collapse and pass out. The Master Sword then speaks to Zelda, assuring her that Link can still be saved. Two soldiers arrive, and Zelda has them take Link to the Shrine of Resurrection. Zelda then takes the Master Sword to the Korok Forest and places it back in its pedestal besides the Great Deku Tree to rest while it awaits Link's return after his slumber of restoration. Side note here, as a kid, I always pronounced it as the Great Deku Tree, and voice acting is the worst thing added to this franchise for that sole reason. Moving on. Princess Zelda then returns to Hyrule Castle, where she uses her power to create a magical barrier, trapping Calamity Ganon inside and preventing him from ravishing the entire Hyrule Kingdom while she awaits her final hope, Link's Awakening. See what I did there? 100 years later, Link is awoken inside of the Shrine of Resurrection by Zelda's voice, which telepathically leads him to the Sheikah Slate, which he's able to use to leave the shrine. Left without any of his memories due to his slumber, Link emerges into Hyrule Kingdom, where Zelda leads him to a buried Sheikah Tower, which he activates with the slate, causing the tower, as well as many others across the land, to spring up into the sky. From atop the tower, Link spots Calamity Ganon circling Hyrule Castle, with Zelda's magic still stopping him from escaping. 
Link meets a strange old man who helps him unlock the various ancient shrines in the area, which imbue his Sheikah Slate with new abilities, as well as allow him to increase his own personal strength. Soon, the old man reveals himself to be a specter of the spirit of King Rome, who tells the amnesic Link about the events 100 years prior. The king then tasks Link with saving Princess Zelda and destroying Calamity Ganon, instructing him to begin his quest by speaking with a Sheikah elder named Impa in the nearby Kakariko village. Link finds and meets with Impa, who recognizes him from the events a century prior, and gives him the history of the prophecy, as well as the divine beasts he must regain control of in order to weaken Calamity Ganon. Link then works with the Zora, the Rito, the Gerudo, and the Gorons to eliminate the malice controlling the four divine beasts, avenging the deaths of each of the champions, and finally defeating the blight phantoms of Calamity Ganon infesting them. After each battle with the phantoms, the spirits of the champions are freed, and they appear before Link, offering their memories and powers to support him in his forthcoming battle. With all four divine beasts focusing their power towards Hyrule Castle, Link is left with one final preparation task. He makes his way to Korok Forest, where he finds the Master Sword still in its own resting place. After speaking with the Great Deku Tree, Link musters up all of his strength and ability to prove himself to the sword, which he is able to pull out of its pedestal and finally wield once again. With all of the preparations in place, Link finally returns to Hyrule Castle to take on the evils inhabiting it. After fighting his way through the ruins of the castle, Link finally finds the source of the malice in the Great Hall. There, Zelda's power finally gives out, and a giant, physical manifestation of Calamity Ganon emerges, crashing himself and Link down below the castle. The spirits of the champions then activate their respective divine beasts, taking their revenge and delivering a massive blow to the scourge of Hyrule Castle, leaving Link to do the rest with the Master Sword. After Link emerges victorious, Calamity Ganon explodes, and the malice left in his wake floats outside of the castle. Zelda teleports Link outside to follow, and he witnesses the malice reform once again into a giant, pig-like incarnation of hatred as Dark Beast Ganon. Link then sees a bow of light descend from the skies as Zelda provides him with one final tool to defeat Ganon. Riding on horseback, Link musters all of his courage and fires these arrows of light at Dark Beast Ganon until he is bested in battle once again. Zelda then finally appears in the flesh, unaged and free from Ganon. She finally uses her sacred power to seal the evil away, despite Calamity Ganon's attempt to stop her. We'll be back after a quick break. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At The Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that owl has to be an action-adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you have, you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The <laughs> way the way we can do this is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favorite podcast platforms now. 
With Ganon destroyed and the prophecy complete, Link and Princess Zelda are finally able to reunite face to face. Zelda gives Link her thanks, bestowing upon him the title of Hero of Hyrule. Sometime later, the pair overlook the Kingdom of Hyrule as they prepare to work together to restore it to its former glory, and perhaps even further. While this brings us to the end of the story of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, as mentioned in the intro, I do want to take a look at the story of the spin-off, semi-prequel, Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity. Again, please note that considering this story deals with alternate timelines, there's no saying what, if anything, in the following story will actually be considered part of the canon moving forward. As such, take this section as more of a bonus inclusion to this video as opposed to an actual continuation of the coverage. Also seeing as this is just a bonus, I'm only going to cover the story of the main campaign, not the DLC, so take that as you will. With that out of the way, let's begin. During the Second Great Calamity, while the Guardians are under Calamity Ganon's control and attacking Hyrule Castle, a small, diminutive Guardian is able to escape the Onslaught and open a time portal to go back in time to before Calamity Ganon's release. Unfortunately, a few streams of Malice are able to follow it inside. During a battle protecting Hyrule from Ganon's monsters, Link and Impa find the diminutive Guardian, and the Sheikah Slate awakens it as well as a Sheikah Tower. They take the diminutive Guardian to Princess Zelda and learn of its travel through time to save them. Impa then recruits two researchers named Pura and Robbie to study the Guardian as well as the Tower. A curious Zelda decides to join Impa on her way to Pura's ancient tech lab, with Link accompanying her. On their way, one of the streams of malice that followed through the time portal reaches a Guardian and takes control of it forcing Link to take care of it before they reach the lab. There, Pura and Robbie extract images from the diminutive Guardian, showing Hyrule's destruction in the timeline it came from. With the stakes now laid out before them, Princess Zelda and Link determine that they must do whatever they can to prevent the kingdom's destruction by Calamity Ganon. King Rome then sends his daughter to recruit four pilots for the Divine Beasts. Link then fights through monsters to help the Zora, earning their trust to recruit Mipha. Afterwards, he does the same to recruit Daruk from the Goron. Link then runs into trouble recruiting Rivali when the Rito confuse him for a threat. Princess Zelda luckily clears up the confusion, and Rivali agrees to help. Finally, the group tries to talk to Urbosa of the Gerudo, but are shocked when she attempts to kill them. Before her mortal blow, however, she is suddenly electrocuted and falls. This Urbosa is then revealed to have been an imposter, as the real one arrives and reveals her city to have been overrun by Master Koga of the Yiga clan, along with his army. While the group defeats Koga, he is saved at the last moment by his right-hand man, Suga, who takes him before disappearing away. After this commotion, Urbosa agrees to help pilot the Divine Beast. Meanwhile, Master Koga reports his failure to a sorcerer working with the Yiga clan named Aster. Aster, as it turns out, had found this timeline's version of the diminutive Guardian, which had been infected by the malice that traveled through the time portal. This Guardian is then treated by Aster as a harbinger of Ganon, and the sorcerer pledges to prevent anything or anyone from stopping the Calamity's return. 
Princess Zelda, Link, the diminutive guardian, and the four pilots then work to calibrate the divine beasts to their new pilots, fighting the Yika clan again on their way. As their first order, King Rome has the pilots use the divine beasts to clear out the Korok forest to find the master sword so they can find the knight who is prophesied to wield it. After doing so, the pair meet a Korok musician named Hestu, who helps them before they are ambushed by Aster, who has four malice-formed phantoms of the pilots with him. Just as things appear dire, Link is able to activate the Master Sword and protect Princess Zelda from the malice. With the coast now mostly clear, Link pulls the Master Sword from its pedestal and uses it to battle Aster, eventually scaring him off. After the fight, the Great Deku... The Great Deku Tree awakens and speaks with Link and Zelda, telling the knight that the sword has chosen him before imploring the princess to not give up hope in her own power's awakening. Despite this message, Zelda begins to doubt herself, as well as her ability to protect her kingdom. The diminutive guardian senses her distress and begins to play her a lullaby to soothe her. Zelda recognizes the song from her childhood, leading her to realize that she knew the small machine from her past. Later, King Rome holds the ceremony to bestow the title of Champion upon Link and the pilots. The group soon learn that there are more Sheikah Towers, and that if they bond them all with the Sheikah Slate, they will be able to control them from Hyrule Castle. The Yiga clan learn of this and grow fearful of being exposed, but Aster assures them that the small guardian possessed by Calamity Ganon will allow them to bring the world to its knees. Link and the group are able to activate the other Sheikah Towers using the Sheikah Slate, using their powers to find and ambush various monsters and the Yiga clan. After the group defeat Master Koga and Suga once again, the Yiga confront Aster, who merely tells them to stick with the plan, lest they become enemies of Calamity Ganon when he regains his full power. Shortly after, Impa and Zelda inform King Rome that Pura and Robbie discovered through the Diminutive Guardian's memories that Calamity Ganon's return will fall on Zelda's next birthday, which is quickly approaching. The king then orders his daughter to go to the Spring of Courage in hopes to awaken her powers, with Link and Impa accompanying her. While Zelda is unable to awaken her powers, she still pledges to help however she can. Princess Zelda decides that as soon as she turns 17, she will ascend Mount Laneru to find the Spring of Wisdom. Knowing that it's the day Calamity Ganon is to return, King Rome preemptively deploys the four divine beasts to hopefully keep them at bay while Zelda prepares. Meanwhile, Robbie and Pura finish their analysis of the diminutive guardian's memories, but are stopped before they can view the data as the Yiga clan discover and capture them. Luckily, the diminutive guardian is able to escape with the Sheikah Slate, and it returns to Zelda, Link, and Impa. As the princess grabs the Sheikah Slate from it, the ground rumbles, and the group look behind them to spot their greatest fear, Calamity Ganon's return. As the beast's malice surrounds Hyrule Castle, the four champions reunite and assess the situation. Meanwhile, Link and Zelda try to escape the castle grounds, while King Rome protects them from the now Ganon-infected guardians. Link, Zelda, and Impa are able to get to safety, leaving King Rome behind. While they are safe, they soon learn that Ganon was also able to infect the Divine Beasts. A distraught Zelda begins to lose hope, but the diminutive guardian plays her lullaby once again before opening another time portal, 
revealing the divine beasts in process of malice infection, but not quite taken over. The group then act quickly to once again change the course of time, with the diminutive guardian pulling various helpers from yet another timeline, that of the future after the second great calamity, in order to rescue the champions and retain control of the divine beasts. After all of the Blight Ganon phantoms are defeated and the divine beasts are cleansed, Aster realizes his enemies increase strength and betrays the Yiga clan. Link, Zelda, and Impa then reunite with Robbie after finding that he was able to escape from the Yiga clan. Learning from Robbie that Pura was taken to Fort Hateno, the group then rush there to save her. Using the Divine Beasts, they're able to get through the Guardian forces to infiltrate the fort, but there, Aster revives the Blight Phantoms of Ganon, who nearly kill Link. While Impa tries to get Princess Zelda to safety, her desire to save Link from the Phantoms finally awakens her powers, and she saves him. After a final speech from Zelda to the soldiers of Hyrule, she is surprisingly met by Master Koga, who offers the help of the Yiga clan to take down Aster and Calamity Ganon as revenge for their betrayal. Afterwards, Pura announces that she was able to activate all of the Sheikah Towers and upgrade their teleportation capabilities. They then find a still-surviving King Rome inside the Temple of Time, who commands the army to group on Hyrule Field to retake the castle. With the combined power of the united group from the present, future, as well as the Yiga clan, the army march on Hyrule Castle. The Divine Beasts focus their firepower on the castle, giving Link and Zelda an opening to attack, but the Blood Moon occurs and revives all of the monsters in the area. After one final push, the group are able to reach the castle, where they meet face-to-face -face with Aster, beside the Harbinger Ganon, which Zelda immediately recognizes as a possessed form of the diminutive Guardian. Harbinger Ganon then evolves into a humanoid form, which Link and Zelda are forced to fight and defeat along with Aster. After, Harbinger Ganon absorbs Aster to transform into Calamity Ganon's true form. This surge of evil and malice then infects the diminutive Guardian, which falls under Ganon's control and attacks. Link is then forced to destroy the machine, leaving Zelda distraught in its wake. As the diminutive Guardian plays Zelda's lullaby one last time, she finally remembers that as a child, she originally found and repaired the diminutive Guardian, giving it the name Terrico. When Zelda's mother died, she took comfort in having Terrico as her friend, until her father took it away to force her to focus on her training. Terrico then shuts off, and Zelda rallies her troops to finally take Calamity Ganon down for good. Inside the heart of Hyrule Castle, they battle Calamity Ganon, but despite Link and Zelda's combined forces, they remain overpowered by him. While Zelda holds the beast at bay, Terrico reawakens and rushes to her aid. The diminutive guardian then makes one final sacrifice and lunges at Calamity Ganon, exploding and weakening the beast, leaving only a single screw behind. Thanks to Terrico's help, Link and the others are able to defeat Calamity Ganon, and Princess Zelda finally seals him away, ending the Great Calamity.
Later, Hyrule returns to normal, and the heroes from the future are returned to their own time. The champions then look upon their rescued kingdom and begin to work on repairing Terrico, which luckily they are eventually able to do, bringing their friend back home. With that, we reach the end of Suggestive Gaming's coverage of The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild and Hyrule Warriors Age of Calamity's storylines. This week, we get to see where the story goes as the legend continues with Tears of the Kingdom. Hey everybody, thanks for watching! This video, like all of the others in this series, could only be possible thanks to the patrons and channel members on screen, and you can help out by becoming one of them as well. Otherwise, just leave me a comment letting me know what you'd like to see next. Someday I do want to do a series covering the massive, multiple timeline story of the entire Zelda franchise, so let me know if that's something you'd like to see. I'm not going to do the CDI games though, sorry. Join the Discord, follow on Twitter, all of that fun stuff, it's in the description. Click it all! Just click it all! I'll see you next time.